Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz. Welcome to another Bible Ring of the Day. Today we're in, we are in uh, Ecclesiastes 7, 1 through 29 for your NIV reading. And then um, we're going to go to, uh, for your ESV, Genesis 47, 1 through 31. Then Luke 3, 1 through 38. So let's go ahead and read the scripture. A good name, wisdom. A good name is better than fine perfume, and a day of death better than the day of birth. It is better to go to a house of mourning than to go to a house of feasting. For death is the destiny of every man. The living should take this to heart. Sorrow is better than laughter, because a sad face is good for the heart. The heart of the wise is in the house of the morning, of mourning, but the heart is of, of fools is in the house of pleasure. It is better to heed a, man, a, man, a wise man's rebuke. It is better to heed a man, wise man's rebuke than to listen to the song of fools, like the crackling of thorns under the pot. So, it, so is the laughter of the fools. This too is meaningless. Extortion turns a wise man into a fool, and a bribe can, corrupts his heart. The end of a matter is better than its beginning. A pay, and patience is better than pride. Do not be quickly provoked in your spirit, for anger resides in the lap of fools. Do not say, Why were the old days better than these? For it is not wise to ask such questions. Wisdom is an, uh, wisdom like an inheritance is a good thing and benefits those who see the sun. Wisdom is a shelter as money is a shelter. But the advantage of knowledge is this, that wisdom preserves the life of its possessor. Consider what God has done. Who can strengthen what he has made crooked? When times are good, be happy. But when times are bad, consider God has made the one as well as the other. Therefore, a man cannot discover anything about his future. In in this meaningless life of man of mine, I have seen both of these: a righteous man perishing in his righteousness, and a wicked man living long in his wickedness. Do not be over righteous, neither be over wise. Why destroy yourself? Do not be. Do not be over wicked. And do not be a fool. Why die then before your time? It is good to you. It is good to you. If it is good to grasp the one and not let, let God, and not let go of the other. The man who fears God will avoid all extremes. Wisdom makes one wise man more powerful than t- ten rulers in a city. There is not a righteous man on earth who does what is right and never sins. Do not pay attention to every word people say, or you may hear your servant cursing you, for you know in your heart that many times you yourself have cursed others. All this I tested by wisdom, and and I said, I am determined to be wise, but this was beyond me. Whatever wisdom may be is... It is far off and most profound. Who who can discover it? So I turned my mind to understand, to investigate and to search out wisdom and, 
and the scheme of things, and to understand the stupidity of wickedness and the madness of folly, I find my, more bitter than death the woman who is a snare, whose heart is a trap, and whose hands are chains. The man who pleases God will escape her, but the sinner she will ensnare. Look, says the teacher, this is what I have discovered. Adding one thing is to another to discover the scheme of things. While I was still searching, but not finding, I found out one upright man among a thousand. But no one upright woman among them all. The only have I found, this only I have found, God made mankind upright. But men have gone in search of many schemes. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading or your ESV reading. Hi, everyone. This is Scott Lutz. And now we're in your ESV reading, Genesis 47, 1 through 31. And then we'll go to Luke 3, 1 through 38. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Jacob's family settles in Goshen. So Joseph went in and told Pharaoh, My father and my brothers, with their flocks and herds and all that they possess, have come from the land of Canaan. They are now in the land of Goshen. And from among his brothers he took five men and presented them to Pharaoh. Pharaoh said to his brothers, What is your occupation? And they said to Pharaoh, Your servants are shepherds, as our fathers were. They said to Pharaoh, We have come to sojourn in the land, for there is no pasture for your servants' flocks, for the famine is severe is in the land of Canaan. And now, and now please let your servants dwell in the land of Goshen. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Your father and your brothers have come to you. The land of Egypt is before you. Settle your father and your brothers in the best of the land. Let them settle in the land of Goshen, and if you know any able men... Among them, put them in charge of my livestock. Then Joseph brought in Jacob his father and stood him before Pharaoh. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to Jacob, How many are the days of, your, of the years of your life? And Jacob said to Pharaoh, The days of years of my sojourning are 130 years. Few and evil have been the days of the years of my life. They have not attained to the days of the years of the life of my fathers and the days of their sojourning. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh and went out from their from the presence of Pharaoh. Then Joseph settled his father and his brothers and gave them a possession in the land of Egypt, in the best of the land, in the land of Ramses, as Pharaoh had commanded. And Joseph provided the his father, his brothers, and all of the fa father's household with food, according to the number of their dependents. Joseph and the Famine Now there was no food in land, for the famine was very severe, so that the land of Egypt and the land of Canaan languished by reason of the famine. And, the, and Joseph gathered up all the money that was found in the land of Egypt and the land of Canaan in exchange for the grain that they brought and they bought, and Joseph brought the money into Pharaoh's house. And when the money was all spent in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan, all the Egyptians came to Joseph and said, 
Give us food. Why should we die before your eyes? For our money is gone. And Joseph answered, Give your livestock, and I will give you food in exchange for your livestock, and your money, if your money is gone. So they brought their livestock to Joseph, and Joseph gave them food in exchange to, for the horses, the flocks, the herds, and donkeys. He supplied them with food in exchange for all their livestock that, that, that year. And when the year was ended, they came to him to, the following year and said to him, We will not hide from my Lord that our money is all spent. The herds of livestock and are my Lord's. There is nothing left in the sight of my Lord but our bodies and our land. Why should we die before your eyes, both we and our land? Buy us and, and our land for food, and we with our land will be the servants to Pharaoh, and give us seed that we may live and not die, and that the land may not be desolate. So Joseph brought bought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh, for all the Egyptians sold their fields because the famine was severe on them. The land became Pharaoh's, and as far, and as for the people, he made servants of them for one end of the of of Egypt to the other. Only the land of the priests he did not buy, for the priests had a fixed allowance <clears throat> for Pharaoh and and lived on the allowance that Pharaoh gave them. Therefore, they did not set, sell their land. Then Joseph said to the people, Behold, I have this day brought bought you and your land for, for Pharaoh. Now there, here is seed for you, and you shall sow the land. And as a harvest, you shall give... A fifth to Pharaoh, and four fifths shall be your own, and as seed for the field, and as food for your cells and your households, and as food for your little ones. And they said, You have saved our lives. May it please my Lord, we will serve, we will be your servants in f- to Pharaoh. So Joseph made it a statute concerning the land of Egypt, and in, and in, it stands to this day that Pharaoh should have the fifth. The land of the priests alone did not become Pharaoh's. Thus Israel settled in the land of Egypt, in the land of Goshen, and they gained possession in it and were fruitful and multiplied greatly. And Jacob lived in the land of Egypt 17 years, so that so the days of Jacob, the years of his life, were 147 years. And when the day, time drew near, that Israel must die, he called his son Joseph and said to him, If now I have found favor in your sight, put your hand under my thigh and promise to deal kindly and truly with me. Do not bury me in Egypt, but let me lie with my fathers. Carry me out of Egypt and bury me in your in their burying place. He, he answered, I will do as you have said. And he said, Swear to me. And he swore to him, then Israel bowed himself upon the head of his bed. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. All right, so now we are in Luke 3, 1 through 38. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. John the Baptist prepares a way. In the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, 
Pontius Pilate being governor of Judea, and Herod being tetrarch of Galilee, and his brother Philip, tetrarch of the region of Atyria, and Trichonidas, and Lysanias, tetrarch of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, the, the son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. And he went into all the region around the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be made low. And the crooked shall become straight, and the rough places shall become level ways. And all flesh shall see the salvation of God. He said, therefore, to the crowds that came out to be baptized by him, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruits in keeping with repentance, and do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. Even now the axe is laid to the root and the tree of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and therefore into the fire. And the crowds asked him, What then shall we do? And he answered them, Whoever has two tunics is to share with him who has none, and whoever has food is to do likewise. Tax collectors also came to be baptized and said to him, Teacher, what shall we do? And he said to them, Collect no more than you are authorized to authorized to do. Soldiers also asked him, And we, what shall we do? And he said to them, Do not extort money from anyone to, by threats or by false accusations, and be content with your wages. As the people were in, it, in expectation, and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John, whether he might be the Christ, John answered them all, saying, I baptize you with water, but he who is mightier than I is coming. The strap of those sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his barn. But the chaff will he will burn with unquenchable fire. So with many other exhortations, he preached good news to the, to the people. But Herod the Tetrarch, who had been reproved by him for Herodias' brother's wife, and for all the evil things that Herod had done, added this to all them all, that he locked up John in prison. Now that when all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heavens were opened, and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove, and a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved Son, with you I am well pleased. The genealogy, the genealogy of Jesus Christ Jesus, when he began his ministry, was about 30 years of age, but the, being the son, as was supposed, of Joseph the son of Heli, the son of Matat, 
the son of Levi, the son of Melchi, the son of Jani, the son of Joseph, the son of Matthias, the son of Amos, the son of Nahum, and the son of Esli, the son of Nagai, the son of Math, the son of Matthias, the son of Simeon, the son of the son of Josech, the son of Jodah, the son of Jonan, the son of Rasa, the son of Zerubbabel, the son of Sheltel, the son of Neri, the son of Melchi, the son of Adi, the son of Chazam, the son of Elamedam, the son of Er, of Ur, the son of Joshua, the son of Elizer, the son of Joram, the son of Mattat, the son of Levi, the son of Simeon, the son of Judah, the son of Joseph, the son of Jonah, the son of Elakim, the son of Malia, the son of Mena, the son of Mattatha, the son of Nathan, the son of David, the son of Jesse, the son of Obed, Obed, the son of Boaz, the son of Salah, the son of Nashon, the son of Aminadab, the son of Admon, the son of Arni, the son of Hezron, the son of Perez, the son of Judah, the son of Jacob, the son of Isaac, the son of Abraham, the son of Terah, the son of Nahor, the son of Sarug, the son of Raul, the son of Peleg, the son of Eber, the son of Shelah, the son of Canaan, the son of Arphaxad, the son of Shem, the son of Noah, the son of Lamech, the son of Methuselah, the son of Enoch, the son of Jared, the son of Mahalel, the son of Canaan, the son of Enos, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, the son of God. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Father in heaven, let's I just ask that you be with us, watch over us today, and just bless us, I pray. Be with those who need to be comforted today, and watch over us, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.